Welcome to the podcast, Life in a Jar. Um, This is really weird for me because I forgot that I had this app on my phone um, for a really long time. And then I started thinking about how I wanted to get back into something, whether that would be journaling or um, making a video or a podcast. And I figured podcast is a better option because I find that it's easier for me to just talk out loud as it is to write or make a video because I suck at editing and it's not really my thing. So I'm going to try to make raw, unedited cuts of recording and just kind of speak what I'm feeling that's the vibes and if nobody listens to you know these recordings that's totally fine it's more for myself it's kind of therapeutic but also you know if somebody does listen that's also cool um and yeah i guess kind of the thing that's been on my mind recently is when I was 13, I used to um, be a part of this website. I forgot, I think it might have been Advicenators. It was this really like low-key website where you could give advice to other people. Like they would post what they're struggling with and then you would give advice and it would all be anonymous. Like, you know, it's just based on usernames. You don't actually know the name of the people or anything. And um, the earliest you could become a a person who gave advice was um, 13. And so when I was 13, I joined and I gave advice to a variety of people. Um, Some people, mainly relationships, which was hilarious because I was 13 and never been in one. But I also used to do it for... um, there was this one instance that I can always remember about somebody talking about suicide. Um, and I remember talking to them about it, well, through chat online. And they told me that I had stopped them from killing themselves. And, like, I don't know if that is true. Obviously, I can't, I can't 100% say it's true because I don't know. It's just the internet. However, like, if that is the case that I did... Um, it really made me feel happy and then I'd like done something positive. Um, and I would just always go back to that. And actually a couple years ago, I tried to join a different thing. I forget exactly the name, but it's a, it's like an app. Um, but it's, it's more of a live, the plate, the website that I used before was kind of like, you got a chat or like they posted a, they made a post and you commented and they could comment on your comment and et cetera, et cetera. It's kind of like Reddit. Um, but this one was your know, live chat. Like they wanted to talk to somebody and you would have a continuous conversation with them. And I remember doing that for... A couple of days but then I got so 
so so emotionally exhausted and I feel like that sounds horrible but it was so much emotional energy especially since when I was trying to do it I was not going through a great period of in my life so me trying to give advice like consistently to other people and where like I'm trying my best to help them and then they're not really taking the advice which is like valid you know they don't have to listen to me but it's like when I'm putting so much emotional energy into somebody that I don't know and that I'm really trying to help and I myself am going through stuff it was a lot on me and I had to stop doing it because of how much emotional just I don't know how I just lacked emotional energy and it was bad for my own health so I had to stop and I would love to keep doing it and I would love to help so if anybody ever sees this podcast I think if you're on anger you can comment and if you want to comment and ask for advice feel free I am only 21 (laughs) well soon to be 21 but I do feel that I'm wiser than my age or more mature and that's not just me being like pretentious or narcissistic but I have been told many times that I ha- I'm wiser um, than most people my age but I think that has a lot to do with my childhood and the fact that I was an only child my whole life um, and I guess if you're into horoscopes I'm a Libra I don't know if that makes any difference honestly but um yeah, I've definitely, um, being an only child and having two parents who got into arguments and fights and then putting myself in between them and trying to be a peacemaker, I feel that I became more mature than most people in my age group. And so, and I've just always wanted to give people advice and that's just been my thing. Um, For a while, I considered being like a therapist or something like in that category for like a career. But then, you know, after a couple years ago, trying it like on some app again, like just an hour to a day, it was so exhausting. I was like, I could not be a therapist. (laughs) So I gave up on that dream real quick um, when that happened. But I definitely love doing it I definitely enjoy doing it um but honestly sometimes giving advice is really hard when you're going through your own stuff and so it's really hard when like people come up to you asking advice on something and you're just like bro I have so much crap going on like I don't have the emotional energy to give you advice right now I'm just so tired myself. I don't know what to give advice, what good advice to give you. Um, But yeah, it's hard. You really have to prioritize. What I've learned is you have to prioritize your emotional health. Obviously, there are other healths, physical, emotional, mental health, before others sometimes. And you really have to. Um, Recently, um, this summer... My, I'm, so I'm a junior in college. I'm almost 21 in through two, two days. I can count. (laughs) 
two days. Um, and recently, my parents have filed for divorce, and they now live separately. They've lived separately since March, and the summer was a lot on my emotional health um, because my parents got kind of petty um, towards each other. And I also had to keep secrets, and I have still keep secrets between my parents, where, like, my mom or my dad will say, you cannot tell the other one this, that, and the other. And it's really hard for me because for so long, for, like, 20 years of my life, I was so used to, or I, well, technically not 20 because I couldn't talk when I was, like, you know, one. But for most of my life, I've told both of my parents everything and like what one parent knew the other one knew and so it's hard to keep things from one parent to the other but I know like overall it's the best situation it's the best for everybody to keep things like sometimes holding things is the right thing to do um one thing my parents struggled with and that others struggle with is um oversharing and I feel like that goes with the theme that I'm talking about currently where you know sometimes it's good to not say things you know oversharing is definitely a thing um that's definitely can be really um hard on a kid especially a kid um and oversharing doesn't have to be like verbal it could be like seeing it visual you know, having kids experiencing adult things or hearing about adult things before they necessarily need to, it can be really hard on a kid. And I know that a lot of kids go through that. And I went through that, I would say, more on a verbal level. Um, I knew a lot. I've known a lot since I was about eight. Um, eight years old, I would say, was when I really like knew most what went on or a lot, probably more than I needed to as an eight-year-old, um, and this is not to blame anyone or any, like, any personal, well, any <laughs> specific individual, it's just, you know, that's what happened, and yeah, I just definitely was exposed to more than I needed to be, and that's, like, something I work on now is not oversharing, you know, sometimes there's just stuff that people just don't need to know, um, because it's, it, you know, it's not really their problem, and, you know, it might honestly affect them if you share it. Now, there there are obviously exceptions to that rule, and there's obviously examples where you should be sharing it. But I found that there's, like, a lot of stuff that my, specifically my parents would tell me that was oversharing, that put a lot of pressure on me, and did really strain my emotional health. Um, and so, yeah, that's just definitely a common theme that I've noticed so yeah definitely prioritize your emotional health I've learned that I've learned a lot of things and I think from for future podcasts I'm going to talk about stuff that I've learned as 21 year old well soon to be 21 year old but at the next point probably 21 year old um and what I've learned but yeah I don't know why I'm, like, all of a sudden, like, sad. I was not sad before this podcast. I was eating food, actually, before this. Um, 
but I figured I'd take a break because I've been doing homework all today and just make a podcast um, for my own therapy. It's kind of like a little rant session because one of the things that I do is I talk to myself a lot, like a lot, like to the point where my parents would like be downstairs and they come upstairs and they're like, Sorry, that just sounded oddly like my dishwasher at home. But anyways, um, my parents would like come down, come up the stairs, specifically my dad, and be like, who are you talking to on the phone? And I'd be like, nobody. And he wouldn't believe me. And then, you know, I'm like, no, seriously, I'm talking to myself. Um, I think that was part of me being an only child also, is I've learned to talk to myself a lot. It's kind of like how I um, cope, is I just talk to myself. So I figured, why not do it and record it? So um, I think I'm going to try to make more structured podcasts, but I kind of like ones that are raw and very spontaneous and you don't know what I'm going to say. Those are also kind of interesting. I just, I've been looking on Spotify. That's usually where I look for podcasts because I have a uh, subscription which, by the way, if you're a college student, definitely get one because I think it's only six ninety nine versus twelve ninety nine. I could be butchering the number value, but it's it's less than it might be four ninety nine, but it's like half the price of the, an an actual premium subscription because you're a student. You just have to verify that you are, and you get it for like half off. So I really recommend that you get one. Um, if you're a college student, take advantage of the fact that you can get a half off. And if you didn't realize you could get half off, well, now you know. Um, but yeah, I haven't really found a podcast that fits what I've been looking for, which I feel like is life advice slash story rants. And there definitely is one. I just haven't really found it. I found, like, motivational podcasts and then, like, storytelling podcasts, but not, like, ones that are combined, um, I guess, for me. I'm also really lazy and I don't really try to, like, actually look hard to find one. So it's probably my fault. And if you have any recommendations, like, feel free to comment on some podcasts that I can, like, listen to. Um, because I've been trying to listen to more of them. And I want to try to, like, listen to them when I go to sleep. I think that'd be nice. Um, but I know there are, like, TED Talks. So, I've been trying to listen to some TED Talks. That's been pretty good. But yeah, I think the theme for this podcast will be, um, advice. Experience of giving advice and emotional health. Um, or the importance of emotional health. That sounds smart. But yeah, um, I just feel that it's really important to prioritize your emotional health, your emotional well-being. And, you know, if you are not able to invest into something emotionally, then you need to, like, work on your own emotional health so you can get to that point if you need to. Um, You know, this reminds me of relationships where, like, Um, my boyfriend and I have four years, we've been together a while, four years, obviously just said it, um, at least in my mind, because I am only 20 going 21. So I've been with him since I was 16, almost 17. Um, and we've had lots of hard times where 
one of us was just not emotionally in the right place or mentally slash mentally. Um, like, you know, there's been times where, um, my boyfriend was depressed, um, and that sucked because when I was having a rough day and I really wanted to have a discussion with him and, like, rant to him, he wasn't really emotionally there for me, but I understood that he wasn't because he himself was depressed and I couldn't kind of expect him to be there for me, which sucked, but I couldn't have like a high unrealistic expectation because if you're not emotionally able to be there for yourself, how can you be for anybody else? So that sucked. And there's been times where I've not been emotionally available because of stuff that's been going on in my life. And he really wants my support. and I just can't give it to him as much as I want to because I'm just not there. So, you know, now going on to relationship advice because I'm going everywhere. You know, sometimes you're just going to have... Actually, there was my... One of my friends in school, she was talking to me about her her boyfriend um, was, they were in the kind of same situation. Her boyfriend was really not super responsive and not super, I don't want to say supportive, but just wasn't there for her when she needed him to be. And it had been a couple days and, you know, their communication was rough and stuff, but she was like, you know, I don't know why this is happening. Normally we're fine. And I'm like, well, is he having, like, a rough time recently? Is he, you know, going through some stuff? And she's like, yeah. And I'm like, you know, well, you might want to give it some time. You know, let him work on himself and figure his stuff out. And, you know, give it some time. And, you know, he'll hopefully, like, be able to give you the emotional support and the emotional um needs that you have uh and you know she did she gave it a couple of days and then he was he was back to normal again and he you know she was getting what she needed emotionally and again and that you know that's that's what I have advice obviously I can't give advice you know this is just one example there's so many different um contexts and examples like you know um there can be emotional neglect i feel that if your partner is not emotionally there for you for a very long period of time and at this point like it's kind of just like what are you doing that's probably emotional neglect but you know there's just been from my experience there's been there will be times where your partner will not emotionally be able there for you because they they are going through their own stuff and they just need to work on themselves or focus on themselves and so sometimes you just have to give it some time and it sucks because you want them to be there for you, but they just can't. And it's not because they don't want to, it's just they literally cannot. Um, and so just having patience is something that's super essential um, when it comes to others and their emotional health. And that does not have to just apply to um, relationships. That does also apply to like, um, like friendships or you know, parents or relatives, etc. Um, obviously, like, there's a difference between what I'm talking about and, like, emotional neglect or abuse, but um, just thinking of these examples is what I um, have come up with. But yeah, I think I'm gonna end it here. Um, if anyone listened, thank you. 
um yes if you were to look at me on anchor i think you can comment on the podcast and um put your thoughts if you would like um and i think i don't know exactly what i will do next time i think i'm gonna do um confidence and not caring about what others think about you um as probably my next one But yeah, thank you for listening and have a good day.